Hey, this is Mariah Connors with Saving Our Women Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. I created this podcast to encourage women and girls of all ages to be authentic and transparent on how they do life with God. Knowing that we only have one God, we only serve one God. But we also have an understanding that all of our relationship with the Lord is different and we can still empower each other through our differences. So make sure that you're tuning into the podcast wherever you may be at work, the car, working out, wherever you're doing. If you're cooking, tune into the podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Saving Our Women Inc., following us on Instagram, Saving Our Women Inc. as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast to your community, your groups, your group chats, your text messages, whatever it may be. Share the game, share the jewels, share the gems, right? Make sure that you're getting tools from this podcast to do life with God in your own way, in the Lord's way, should I say. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. If you're listening to this episode, (laughs) I'm just like pretty much everybody else that procrastinated a podcast. It's me. I'm people. It's me. Um, I was just pretty much nervous in a sense because it's like something um, out of my comfort zone, something that I've never really done before. I'm not like a crowd pleaser to me. I'm not like a people, I wouldn't even say a people person because that's not true, but I'm I'm just so used to being by myself (laughs) or being like in my small little circle, my small bubble that I'm just like, okay, what if nobody likes it? And what if, like, I just I have to get out of my own head? So it's something that I, of course, did pray about. I did seek God on it. And he just kind of pushed me, like, to do it. I would just sit one day and I was just like, I need to do something else. I feel like something else. I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? And just podcast came to mind. I created it. And this is where I'm starting. Um, and I was literally sitting at home praying about I'm like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to say? Like, like, how is this going to work? Um, and I was just beginning to read these Bible verses, and I'm going to get them really quickly. Okay, and before I actually read the Bible verse, I just want to introduce to you guys what um, Saving Our Women Inc. is, first of all. <laughs> I can't continue the podcast without doing that first. Saving Our Women Inc., is a nonprofit. I created I created this in a space well in a time where I actually needed uh, women's support the time where I actually didn't feel like my best self the time where I was seeking more from God the time where I was seeking my purpose from God that's this is the that's the place that I created my nonprofit in because I was um, going back and forth and I'm just like God okay I know this nine to five is is more to me than a nine to five is more to me than somebody else paying me every single two weeks or you know bi-weekly um my life is more to this and I was just praying like God like I need more I need more finances I need I need to be feel like this is this is not it this is not my life and uh, I was thinking about this is my own doing my own uh ideas I was thinking about creating a glam bar so I was like, okay, you know, I love like getting my hair, my nails done. So that'll be a good idea. Um, so I'm looking at places and everything else. And uh, God really put on my heart because my best friend actually has a nonprofit. And I knew it was him because she confirmed everything he said to me when I prayed about even a glam bar. 
and he was just telling me like it's more to you than that so I'm like okay what else <laughs> and um she definitely confirmed what he said to me and that's how I knew it was God so I got before him because I won't do anything without him I can't do anything without God I cannot make a move without seeking God first because he is my creator and so I was like okay what do you want me to name it and he said saving our women ink I'm like that sound boring first of all <laughs> because I have that kind of relationship with God and that's another reason why I created that podcast just to let women know that your relationship with God doesn't have to be like anybody else's. It won't be like anybody else's. His his relationship with each and every person on this earth is unique. It's to your own liking. Um, and it's also to your capacity. So, uh, I, yeah, so I'm going to start back. So, yes, I created the, uh, the nonprofit and he gave me the name. And so what we do, we normally have open discussion, uh, like panelists. We have events, and we pretty much have women meetings. And so on these panelists, I have normally friends or family or people that I may know that I feel like that'll be you know, a good add-on to the panelists. I always pray before I choose my panelists. Um, they're pretty much women with all walks of life, letting other young women and older women know that, hey, you know, I'm this age or I'm that age or I'm married, I'm not married, but I'm going, I'm still going through the same process as you. I'm still going through the same trials. They may not be, um, you know, detail exactly the same, but we all face adversity. And this is why this podcast was made because sometimes I'm not going to always have the time to have women meetings. And I feel like this is the perfect place, um, to connect with other women all across the world, um, is this podcast. So that, that is what saving our women is. Uh, and I think that's a lot of, for a lot of women or a lot of people, I feel like that's where purpose comes from. One, seeking God and two, being in a place where you know that you're missing something, but God gives you the strength. He gives you the ability. He gives you everything that you need to create what's already within you. And I think that that's, the, well, that's exactly where this podcast came from or this uh, nonprofit came from as well. So I was praying and going back to the Bible verses, what I stated earlier, because I was like, God, you know, I'm nervous. Um, you know, like how I have a lot on my plate. One, you know, how am I going to be able to fit all of this stuff in? Um, I'm also doing other things with real estate. And I'm like, God, I'm having trouble with that. I'm like, God, I just feel like I don't have the energy for it. Like, I'm, I'm scared. Like, what is this? Because I know that you didn't call me to these things. I know that these things like pretty much just they happened out of nowhere and I kind of fell in alignment with it um normally on my saving like on saving our women meetings our women meetings I have this game I'm not going to go in detail what the game is because I'm trying to trademark the game um but I do have this game that we play I'm going to try to be specific but not specific um but we pretty much write things on a paper of the things that we're facing and I'm trying to be detailed but not too detailed um and somehow we get bible verses that go with them i was gonna say somehow um so when i wrote down what i was having trouble with on the on the paper which is like you know saving our women in the real estate industry and just different things like that um he brought me to this bible verse and this bible verse is state it says, um, 
As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. And that's 1 John 2.27. And when I read this, I just burst out in tears. <laughs> Some, and it's not that I didn't know, but sometimes we need to be reassured. Uh, reassured of why you're doing something. Reassured of why you started something. That... I'm not connecting you. It's, it's good because you're going to have teachers in your life. You're going to have people that teach you. But God just kind of confirmed with me. I didn't connect you with people so they can teach you not just what they know or, you know, how the operation works. I connected you with people to let your anointing, like the overflow in your life, the, the gift, the anointing that I gave you to show them that it can be done in a different way. And like... But just confirm with me. I'm like, okay, God, I gotta, I gotta get back to my why. I gotta get back to why I started this thing. And then um, it was another because I think two fell out of the, the two Bible verses came out. So let me see. It was another one. Okay, here's another one. So I was like, uh, you know exactly uh, what do you want me to speak about on the podcast? And he gave me this Bible verse. And they all match everything perfectly. Every every care that I had, every concern that I had, every doubt that I had. This is how you know the Bible is truth. It's truth because every every question that I had, these Bible verses were confirming everything with a T, literally. And so this Bible verse says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and, and he will tell you what is yet to come. And that's John 16, 13, meaning that you're not just speaking just because you have all these ideas. You just want to get them all out. You want to say you know, you just want to do your own thing, but you're speaking with intentionality. You're speaking, you're not just speaking just to speak, but you're waiting until you hear a word from God to speak. And that just confirmed also my relationship with God because I'm not a talker, even though it probably sounds like I am one, but I feel like I have to because it's a podcast, but um, I speak with intentionality. Like... I, like when I say I see God on everything, even the things that I say. And it took me a long time to get here. I'm not perfect. But, um, yes. So, this, this is what this podcast is going to be about. Gaining or strengthening your relationship with God. Doing life with God. Because doing life with God, I say this all the time, it's not easy. It's not for the weak. It's not for the faint. It's not for the lame. It is for the strong. It's for the strong. I promise you, you're going to have, there's going to be times where your mind is attacked because the enemy is going to want to attack your mind, especially when he sees that you're on the right track. You have to know that when he, when the enemy sees that you're on the right track, he's going to throw everything at you 
life at you, adversity at you, relationships at you, children at you. He's going to throw everything at you so you don't make it to the finish line. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now that your destiny, your purpose, your success, your marriage, your children, everything is on the line through your struggle. So you cannot give up. You cannot give in. You have to fight. You have to fight. You have to fight. But I feel like when you do life with God, you're fighting. You won't never stop fighting, but it gets easier. It gets like, how can I explain this? Your your fight gets more peaceful <laughs> in a sense because you're fighting spiritually and you're not fighting physically. And um, I feel like I kind of got off topic because that's not what the... <laughs> My episode was not supposed to be about all of that, but um, I'm just going to let God lead me. And so the um, episode actually was supposed to be about adversity. And um, because I was actually I was at work and I was praying, I was like, God, you know, like, what do you want me to say? You know, I know that you said, you know, speak the truth, but which truth? Because there's a lot of them. (laughs) And he gave me the word adversity like okay so I looked adversity up and the definition it gave me it says unfavorable fortune or fate a condition marked by fortune or distress um and so I was like let me look up fortune right so so they gave me the definition of fortune and it says destiny determined by wealth Um, Fate was something that was unavoidable, right? It says a prophetic declaration, meaning that, okay, for an example, if a prophet comes to you and says something's going to happen, right? And it happens. But something that you couldn't avoid, fate, right? It's something that you can't can't change, right? Because you don't even know, most of the time, you don't even know it's coming, right? Unless somebody sends a word or God sends a word to you, right? Um... So I was like, okay, adversity, adversity. I'm like, that definition is cool. I need something more like brief, right? So um, it was another definition under it, and he gave me event, or I mean, sorry, um, an unfortunate event or circumstance. I said, okay, okay. And so I was like, I know it's a word. I know it's a Bible verse, you know, in the Bible that is going to relate to this, of course, because the Bible has a lot of adversity. Jesus went through a lot of adversity. I'm like, God, well, point me to the scripture um, where you want me to, you know, put on the podcast. Like, what's the good scripture that describes this? So I want to go to that scripture. It's very simple, very straight to the point, very bold. And that's why I love God because he He is me. I am him in so, in so many ways. Like, I'm brief. I'm, I'm straight to the point. Like, let's get to it. <laughs> but um, it is, the Bible verse is Proverbs 24, 10. And Proverbs, especially chapter 24, um, it definitely talks about wisdom it talks about a lot of wisdom and knowledge so if you want to know a lot about wisdom and knowledge go to proverbs 24 or proverbs in general um so this bible verse says it says if you fall to pieces in a crisis there wasn't much to you anyway right and that was the msg version let me read you the the niv version 
the NIV version, it says, if you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? And that, that small little verse was so impactful to me because I'm, 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 I don't want to cry, but it's so impactful because I just went through adversity about six months ago. I, went, I, I mean, as a person, I've been through a lot of adversities, but this one stood out to me the most because when I said I kicked adversity, but okay, <laughs> I beat all odds in this adversity. And God was, um, you know, giving me examples. Like, I'm like, okay, so what can I talk about that, you know, part of my life can relate to, you know, this specific episode of the podcast. So he started to, you know, bring up memories about my car, which happened about six months ago, a little bit more ago, Uh, especially around my birthday, which is like July. Um, So I had a car for about four or five years. Um, My car ran really good. Okay, I never had much problem with it. I only um, probably spent like four or five hundred dollars on my car since I had it for the four or five years, literally. And it started running hot and it went out on me, unfortunately. But I knew God was doing something in the midst. So this was like two days before my birthday. This is like my birthday weekend at this point. You know, I got all these plans going on. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Because it's times in the past when my car had went out and I was just like so destroyed. Like I thought it was the end of the world. I was like, oh my, like I was just so angry, so mad. Like, God, what are you doing? And me looking back on those times, I noticed that it's a privilege. It is a privilege to wake up in the morning and go where you need to go without asking anybody for anything, without having to get on the bus and wait for transportation, without... You know, with all of these things, it's a it's a privilege to get up in the morning, get up every day, and go wherever you want to go. It is a privilege. Um, and I think I was so upset because I was so used to moving and grooving how I wanted to. I wasn't moving with any intentionality. And he showed me that. So this time around, when the car just stopped working, the car was like done. Everybody was, everybody was like... I, I'm from St. Louis, so if you hear my R is real good, that's that Louis, that's that St. Louis, okay? <laughs> um, but everybody was just saying, like, yeah, you need an engine. Like, I took it to uh, the shops. They were saying, like, oh, you need a whole new engine. And that really wasn't the case. But God just confirmed that I'm taking you to another level. So this whole process, I think it was, like, two and a half months or two months went by my like the whole world shifted for me i'm telling you this was nothing but god like just to let y'all know like any any adversity that you go through any trial just know even when it doesn't look like god is doing something he is always doing something he is doing something you don't miss it you don't want to miss it because you're gonna miss your blessing being in your feelings will make you miss your blessing get out your fifis that, that's aka for feelings okay got your feelings dog <laughs> and okay back to uh okay <laughs> but um yes and god was doing something in the midst of everything like my whole world around me just shifted for me like my, even my mom like she was so helpful um, my job changed my schedule for me to match my mom like she would drop me a pick well i was living with her so she would drop a, we would go in the car together we would carpool pretty much 
when I tell you I didn't miss a beat, I didn't miss a beat. I feel like I had my own car. Like, I didn't miss nothing. I kept my, I kept, I want to cry because, man, I just stayed in God's presence. Because since I didn't have a car, so my, my lunches were out where I would just seek God every day every single day seek him like god what are you saying like what's next i would just oh my god being in that, that place that space i was in his presence every day you could not tell that i lacked anything because i didn't lack anything and so it was start, starting to get to a point where, of course you know people are people they're conditioned at times so it was going to a point where they're like okay you need a car so my job like okay we're going to you know, we, we've been working with you for two, almost three months. You know, it's time for you to get a car. <laughs> so my mom is even catching an attitude like, you know, I'm tired. Which I understand I've been there before. The, the roles have been switched, vice versa, when she didn't have a car. So it's tiring sharing a car. So like, you know, you have to find something. You, you know, go to the auction. Go to do this. I'm like, uh, no. So I'm praying. I'm like, God, you heard these people. They tripping on me, Okay. We gotta do something. I'm like, what are we? That's my that's how I talk with God. Like, he, I'm like, what are, what are we gonna do? So the next day comes, I'm at work, and he's he gave me this idea. He says, go Google on your phone. He says, go Google um, pre-owned Mercedes Benz. So I'm like, okay. And I before this, I have always said I wanted a Mercedes Benz. I say it, I was saying it all the time, even at work. I said, yes, I'm gonna give me a Mercedes Benz truck or a car. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna do it because my mom always told me like I think you should do it after you graduate because it sounds, you know, that sounds reasonable, that sounds responsible, right? I'm like, I guess. But I'm like, but I know I want a Mercedes Benz. Like that's what I'm going to get. And. I searched for it. I call. I put, you know, my email in. They called me right away, like 10 minutes later. So the salesman says, Mariah, can I wait to meet you? This man don't even know me. And you would say, a normal person would say, he just want to make a sale. But it was the his tone. It was his demeanor over the phone. Like, everything about him over the phone was, like, too confident. Too confident as if he already knew me. So I'm like, okay. I'll see you when I get there. So I'm texting my mom or whatever. I'm like, okay, we're going to the, the dealership after, you know, when I get off work. So she takes me to the dealership. It's it's one by our house, but we went to the one that's way farther than our house. And she was complaining, you know, like, oh my God, it's so far. I said, God, if this is the car for me, you're going to shut her up. <laughs> I tried to say that as politely as I could. After I prayed that prayer in my head, the car was silent the whole ride, literally. So as we get there, you know, we're going through the process of, you know, getting the cars or whatever, um, you know, driving or whatever. So we went through about at least about 10 cars or more. I'm like, these ain't, these, these are not the cars for me. This car is old. Okay. You show me old Mercedes Benz car. That's not it. I want what I want. I want something more up to date. I want more, I want something more modern. And the way my credit score was hitting, because I walked in like I had like a 900 credit score, okay? <laughs> when, I, when I, I guess when they checked it, he was showing me these old cars. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm like, God, no, this is not how we, this is not how we doing it. 
I'm not moving based off any circumstance. I'm not moving based off any number of a credit score. Having a great credit score, that is good. That's something that I'm working on. That's something that you sh- everybody should have. But my God doesn't move based off of worldly things. That's just that on that. That's all I'm going to say. And I said, God, you know what I want. And I said, God, you are the one that sent me here. I need you to complete this whole thing. I need you to finish this thing. I started it. I did what you asked me to do. Finish it. Because I know you didn't bring me up here for nothing. Because I had filled out for a Mercedes-Benz car uh, maybe a year before that. And I didn't get approved. And I could have sworn that I prayed and I heard God. But I guess it was not my time then. I probably heard myself. (laughs) But this was the time. So he says, the salesman says, I think I have a car for you. So, we pull up into this garage. I call it the overflow. This is where all the extra cars are. He shows me an E-Class, okay? Um, this, I think my car is a 2014. He said, I think this is the car for you. It's black. So, I'm looking at it. I'm like, because I like nice-ass cars. I don't like little bitty four-doors. I don't like little bitty small type cars. I'm pretty tall, so I need room. And then I have other families, so I need room. So when I first look at the car on the outside, I'm like, that's beautiful. That is gorgeous. So I look in the inside. Everything up to date. Okay. The screen, everything is up to date. Everything. My review, uh, the, the mirror, the camera in the back, everything is up to date. Everything that I asked God for, he did it. I said, I pointed to that car. I said, this is my car. I'm not leaving without this car. So we went through the paperwork process. I finally got approved. And this is another reason why I know it was God. When I was younger, I used that. My first card was with Capital One. I had a Capital One card. I demolished that card. I think I made one or two payments. I stopped making payments. Like, I, dem- I had to. <laughs> it went into collections. So they come back. They say, this is who approved you. I said, oh, my God. This is how I know it's God. Literally, this is how I know it's God. Because... How? Like, where do they do that at? Where do they do that at? I have never heard of that. Nobody, uh, a financing company approving you where you messed up. (laughs) That doesn't happen too often. And I'm like, okay, God, this is you. Like, so they tell me like, okay, you got approved for the car. You know, come back tomorrow and get it. This happened less than 24 hours. And the deal, the, the amount the amount of money my car is the price of my car I can't even tell you but all I can tell you is God is good God is good and he's not done being good that's just the beginning that's a taste that he gave me because how I dealt with my adversity that's a taste of what he he showed me what he could do for me if I stayed by him if I if I kept trusting in him even if I, even when you're confused and you don't know where life is taking you stick with God because he knows all things I promise that he does not allow things to happen just because there's never a just because moment everything has a purpose everything breathing everything not breathing has a reason that's a reason and it has a season I promise you and the whole process was so smooth and that's how God that's how you know when blessings this is how you know when God promises are being fulfilled the process before that of course you're going through adversity that's not going to be smooth 
But when God is showing up and showing out things like this, this process went by so smooth when I tell you. And every time I drive my car, because I'm 25 right now, it's so weird because he told me, he said, you know, you're the first young, you're the first young person, younger person I have ever sold an E-Class to. Because my car is a diesel engine. He says a lot of people don't like diesel engines. I don't mind. Because when he told me that I can drive my car and my car still be worth value, even when it's over 200,000, even when it's over 300,000 miles, he says, Sprinter cars, sprint the Sprinter vans are the ones that use the diesel engine. He says people return those vans when they when they are at 900,000 miles. So I knew this was an investment in myself. So I was like, oh, you sold me. I'm, I'm done. I love diesel. I don't care how much the gas is. I'm fine. And even with the gas, the, the gas, I still I still spend the same money when I was on a regular American car. So my gas lasts me for almost two weeks. No, I'm not lying. But anyway, let me get back on track. Um, but just saying that, like how God blessed me, like, man, what I'm, what I'm trying to tell y'all that you're going through you're going through is for your purpose it's for your destiny it's for your blessings it's for everything god promised you it's for it so you're going through is not in vain so what you have to do is sit down spend time with god to seek him to see what he's doing in your life in this particular season because a lot of people look at worldly things look at their friends look at different people in the world on instagram and they say, well, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. My life should be doing that. But you don't even know what they went through to even get to that point. They just showing you the after, the aftermath. They showing you what's going on now. But nobody showed you when they were going through what was happening. And even when those people have all those things, they going through. So just focus on your season. Focus on what God is doing in your life so you can go to the next level to move forward. Because this season, 2020, is, is they say is vision, right? It is. It's vision. So get with God so you can focus on what your vision is. So, he, so you can focus on what his vision is for your life. Get with God. Because no Instagram posts, no sermon, none of that can tell you what God's vision is for your life. You have to get a relationship with him in order to see what his vision is. So... Another reason why I feel like a podcast, because I feel like I've been talking so much because I'm, of course, talking about myself. I'm not like having a co-host or anything, but I like it. This is good so far. <laughs> so thank you for listening to my first episode. Um, so yes, be looking for another episode bi-weekly. I'm going to start bi-weekly. And then once I start getting a groove or being comfortable, I will start doing them weekly every Monday. But look for an episode every Monday. Um, right now, I am on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and now we're working on, we're, we're waiting on Apple, Google Play for all of them to post me or get approved. But thank you guys. You can also follow me at Mariah Will Succeed on Instagram. Saving Our Women Inc. on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook and you can also follow us on Instagram. Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks guys for listening.